This is Scientific American's 60-Second Science. I'm Steve Mursky. For this energy installment of our pre-election podcast series, I spoke once again to Scientific American editors Mark Fischetti and Andrea Thompson. What's at stake in this election in terms of energy in this country? So I think there's two things, um, Steve. One is oil. On October 27th, the U.S. Department of Interior approved a, a huge oil development project in western Alaska by ConocoPhillips. Um, so that's clearly um, where uh, the current administration is happy to go. Uh, and the other, I think the other issue is, is electricity. You know, will it be continue to be built on fossil fuels you know, or more so on renewable energy? And I think there's a lot of interesting state races that have some bearing on that, too. That's a good point, because we're not just talking about the presidential election. We're talking about the election in general. It's an interesting area because the president and Congress can shape things to a large degree. But then there are also market forces that come into play that can kind of counteract things he's trying to do. So we've seen, um, you know, despite during the first four years um, of, of the Trump administration, this push towards fossil fuels and to boost them, we've still seen renewables really surge in their use um, and they've become comparatively cheaper, um, especially compared to coal. And that's really happened sort of in spite of any efforts the Trump administration has made um, because of technological developments, um, because companies are moving in that direction regardless of, of what the administration wants to do. So, you know, that will kind of complicate or mitigate, you know, what could happen in the next um, four years. What can the government do to nudge that market selection pressure one way or the other? So besides some of the, you know, um, allowing for uh, fossil fuel development on public lands, which the federal government controls and is a, a you know, there's uh, millions, <laughs> hundreds of millions of acres of public lands in the U.S., um, they also can uh, affect it through things like tariffs and subsidies. So one thing President Trump has indicated he wants to do is to increase tariffs on solar panels. Um, and so that could actually impact the, um, the solar power market. Um, and that's partly been for trade reasons, not necessarily energy specific reasons that he's done that. Um, but that, you know, that adds to the cost and makes it harder for a little bit harder for them to compete. By the way, I, w I would add that, you know, there are still subsidies to this day for oil and natural gas. They're hardly new technologies. It's a, it really does change the equation because uh, there are plenty of studies that show purely on cost and energy delivery that renewables, wind and solar are actually cheaper than many of the fossil fuels, but they don't stay cheaper if fossil fuels have subsidies. So what's the story on fracking right now? Generally, um, following the, the Trump administration's general sort of pro-fossil fuel stance, they are for, you know, allowing fracking on, on federal lands and new leases, whereas the Biden position has been um, that they would discontinue new leases, although, you know, leases that are already established would be allowed. Um, and then those don't impact any fracking on, on private land. Uh, so it's, it's a little bit of a, a mixed bag. For Scientific American's 60 Second Science, I'm Steve Mursky.